0: Hello there, this is Dalton, and thank you for tuning in and listening to the next episode of my podcast, A Matter of Perception. This week's guest is going to be Jeff Haynes. Now before I introduce Jeff, I just want to take a second to say that I know it's been a crazy year. I hope that everyone out there is staying safe and doing their best, and I just want to just put it out there that if you need anyone to talk to, I'm dead serious, and if you feel like you don't have anyone, please reach out to me can't stress this enough. I will say it on almost every episode. If you need someone to talk to, someone to just listen, I am here. You may not know me. You may know me better than you know the back of your hand. Either way, doesn't matter to me. What matters is that you have that outlet and I want to say that you have that in me. And if you don't feel comfortable, that's okay. With me, I just hope that you are able to find an outlet for yourself because mental health is the most important thing. I cannot stress that enough. And hopefully I don't say stress that enough one more time because now I feel self-conscious about having said that twice already. Well, three times if you mention the fact that I just... Anyway, Jeff Haynes, my guest coming up. I'm going to do two parts with this because we talked for three hours and I want to make sure I don't want to put it out there and for people to see, oh, it's a two and a half, three hour episode. I don't want to listen to it because I don't have the time for that. So I'm going to do it in two parts and I did my best to find uh, a good break between them to where the first part is its own thing. The second part's its own thing, but I highly recommend that you listen to both, not just because it's my podcast and I want you to listen and I want to get those downloads. No, it has nothing to do with that and everything to do with the fact that this was such a great conversation. Jeff is such a, a phenomenal man. He is hilarious. This dude has the delivery of a professional comedian. I am serious. And while you listen to this, you were going to feel every emotion possible. From good to to sad emotions. All of them. You're gonna feel them because we talk we talked about a whole range of different things. So I hope that you Stick around, listen to the whole thing, and learn something from it in the same way that I did. I met Jeff when we did a a musical together called Damn Yankees. And that man blew me away with his singing voice and his acting ability and just his outright charisma. This guy is just a light to any room that he walks in. I don't know a single person who knows Jeff and doesn't like him. He is a fantastic human being, and he is definitely worth listening to. So give him your time, give him your attention in the same way that I did. And never mind me, because you know, I'm just I'm just a dude. But Jeff is someone that you really should listen to, and he deserves to be heard, and he has some great things to talk about. So I hope that you enjoy this episode as much as I did. Thank you so much. Let's get started. Yeah, and I fought my depression. Now I just keep it all cool, calm and collect. I just started relaxing and I stopped all the stressing. Now I keep it cool, calm and collect. Sometimes it feels like nowhere's where I'm headed. Still keep it cool, calm and collect. Not the craft man is still not present. Jeff Haynes is in the house God. he is with me and we are about to have a very pleasant conversation Jeff how are you feeling today well
1: I'm in a house I don't know if I'm in the house uh, uh, more uh, like an
0: apartment
1: uh, okay well you know I wasn't gonna call you out like that how do you, how but, um, do you feel about my walls Um, oh, that is, it's a lovely shade of what what color off-white is that is that um medium it's it's off-white it's
0: it, it is off-white yeah it's it's very I'm it's, so glad it's off it's like white oh it's like a shade away from cream.
1: Uh, let's not get into the cream portion of <laughs> our okay, right. show. It's a little early. This is a uh, very strong water. No. <laughs> Jeff, yeah.
0: All right, Jeff. For real, thank you. Thank you for joining me. Mm. We are finally doing this, and we I are. get to unpack your brain, learn more about you, and people out there listening get to learn more about you as well. I am sure they're very excited, just as I am. <laughs> wow, you guys need to get out more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah, well, it's kind of. Uh, we're all kind of uh, stuck inside right now, so. While we're here, we might as well just enjoy some conversations that other people are having.
1: All right. yeah, Very good.
0: Which is essentially what this podcast is about. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. <clears throat> so um, let's talk about how we met. The first time we met was doing a musical called Damn Yankees. Was that our first? Really? I That was the first time I remember. You know, maybe oh. I, I might have seen you in some shows or something. Wait, I thought but... you were in WIT. No, I wasn't. You no, it was
1: just some other dashing blonde kid. Hey, I Got it that. I see what okay. you did there. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> no, really damn Yankees. Wow, that was great. Yeah, that was my oh, first yeah.
0: time meeting you. All. I only did that show because Don was like, I need another person. And I had just finished you up. You were I, qualified. I, well, I... You were another person. I was... super. Yeah. I, <laughs> yes.
1: Actually, you know... Actually, I was
0: another person. <laughs> I will
1: say this. Um, I understood after the fact that you didn't dance. No, yeah. But you made it a point to learn how to dance. Thank you very much. I did. And you were horrible at first. <laughs> no. You I mean god, you tried so freaking hard. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And you really put everything I was I was impressed by that.
0: Thank you. That you mean, know,
1: all joking aside, it that really means a
0: lot. No, and 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 I I have to give you a major compliment in in you know, thank you for my compliment. Now let me give you one. Is oh, what I'm trying oh, to say. Oh, it's like
1: complimentary tennis. It's complimentary
0: <laughs> tennis. It's ping. It's pong. Here we go. It's so, pong. It's pong. Pong um, away. <laughs> so my pong back to you, brother. Is that your voice is like a goddamn canary, man? <laughs> what, it's what? when and, and, and I, I, I hope canaries have good voices, don't they? they they're I, known I, for being I, great singing birds, right?
1: I, they don't smoke, so I guess yeah, maybe. I, <laughs> yeah, right, well, smoking. you see it, Jabe. You mean
0: you have it? Jabe.
1: <laughs> What? Cheap.
0: (laughs) 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 No. um, Teach a canary to smoke. What do you mean canary? I don't. I don't understand. You have a you have the a voice of a songbird is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) When I met you, you were this this jovial, joking all the time type guy. You were essentially. I'm glad that's done. (laughs) Yeah. Right now. I mean, no. You still are, but that's what I saw you as. I was like, okay, this guy's a jokester. He's funny, and and you know, usually when someone's funny, that's about the extent of it. Uh, Usually, you Mm. know, or, or you know, a lot of times. But for you, once you started singing, because it's a musical, you started singing, yeah, and I was, was like, oh, man. I get it. I get why this guy got the role. Now, to be honest, I didn't know who you were. I didn't well, know Well, they needed a person, and... too, so I, I was qualified. You were a person. I was a person, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. See yeah, we brought that back? Yeah, that, that, you, thank you for setting me up. <laughs> no problem. Been, now we're playing volleyball. Ping. You're setting, and I'm spiking. <laughs> no, for real, though, you can sing. Mm. Better than most people that I've ever heard sing, and that I appreciate that, and that means a lot. And Wow, you're going to make me blush, and that's hard to do
1: without props. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is I spent most of my life avoiding singing. Why? You're um, so good at singing. Because I was scared to death of singing. Yeah, okay. I learned all of these instruments, mostly wind instruments, specifically so I couldn't sing. How's that
0: for... You're using was, your breath in a different that was, way. Yeah, that was screwed. I was like, I'm sorry, I can't sing. I'm playing the flute. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> what, <laughs> just, so you've learned all kinds of instruments. What instruments have you set down? Uh, to date? Mm-hmm. Let's see. To date, no. Uh, in, in the next Because I'm, uh, I'm still trying
1: to learn guitar. Oh, okay. I see where you go. Um, oh, gotcha. So gotcha. let's see. Flute, clarinet, violin, viola, cello, bass, a little bit of the piano, um, various resorted pipes, recorders, pan pipes, five stuff like that. Windows with that. Um, hand drums. Uh, was learning uh, trap set, but um, my feet told me no, and um, <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, I'm still trying to play, and, and I'm trying, I'm learning guitar, and by learning guitar, I mean I pick it up, and go, oh wow, that was a chord, and put it down for six months, and then forget <laughs> the chord that I even picked That's up. It. What is that? A G? Is that an E? It sounds like L. Um, it was. You know, if you
0: have the time, I have an
1: electric out there, and I also I have an that. acoustic. Right, nice. Yeah,
0: the acoustics in the um, in the closet. But yeah, my, my my electric, I play that. You know, every few days uh, when I get bored and I want to feel creative, I want, mm-hmm. to, I want to get some energy in my brain. You know.
1: Right. I used to play this uh, video game called um, called Rock Band. Don't hold that against me. <laughs> I was, won't. You know, <laughs> I used to play Guitar Hero. It's that a little button a... and stuff. Oh, yeah, and I I got really good with the drums uh-huh. on Rock Band. Right. Really good. And we would have rock band parties. <laughs> and my daughters would come in. Simpler times. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, right? <laughs> Iana, she could not sing a song without the right outfit. And she would actually <laughs> go and change outfits for the song she wanted to do. I love it, it. was ridiculous. It was amazing and fun. Um, but then I went, okay, well, this is nice. I can, I can rock a plastic guitar. Woot. Right. Um, so... Me being the nerd that I am, I'm like, well, is there any application that can actually help me learn the real guitar? There is. Rocksmith, which mm. it, it hooks into your electric guitar, and it's a video game that, that teaches you how to do the chords and how to progress. And it has real songs with real tablature, and it's, it's actually really kind of cool.
0: Interesting. Rock, so it's called Rocksmith. Is Rocksmith, it on a yeah. certain console? Um, it, they have just... it
1: for PC. They have it for um the playstation i know because that's what mine's on i think they have it on xbox i think uh i think you can get it on the atari 2600 at this point it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. freaking everywhere they're backdating everything <laughs> i know right <laughs> <laughs> reverse but, compatibility man but it's, it's, a, beautiful it's thing. a it's a really neat um little program to at least get you past the initial frustration part of not knowing where the heck you are on the neck you know mm-hmm. if you can get to the point to where you know where you are on the neck okay at that point bring out the papers, let's, let's, let's get the music going, let's, right. let's make this happen.
0: Yeah, getting through the the chords portion is definitely the most frustrating, takes the longest, but w- but once you get that, it gives you the confidence to do pretty much anything else. Right. I, I learned the chords, that took me a few months back when I was in high school, um, when I was a senior. I just wanted to play so I could get girls. It worked, so hey. I mean, hey Why do dude. you think I
1: went to community
0: theater? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was surprised. I actually went to theater because I liked acting. And that's what I wanted to do. I did. I was Huckleberry Finn back in the fifth grade play of Tom Aww. Sawyer. Yeah, and and, and so, you still are. So. Yeah. That's I of haircut. Hey, I was perfect for Huck Finn. I, sure I really you were, was. Yeah. And Tom Sawyer was a black guy. I loved that. It was okay. so cool. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Becky was a Hispanic girl. We were, we were progressive uh, in 2000, Beckys, really? man. I mean, what? <laughs> aren't
1: all Beckys? I mean, really? I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it was, was a cool play to be a part of. I, I was the only one who, like, fit the, like, you know, what they were, the character description. And so they stayed true when it came to me. But everybody else, they were like, you know what? We're going to make this fun, and everybody's going to have a part, and, and it's going to be great. Yeah, and cool. it was fun. It, it, was, it was supposed to be a musical, but they ended up adding a chorus. Because me and one other guy, this guy named Rory, we couldn't sing for shit. (laughs) (laughs) They... They heard us sing and they were like, "All right, we're gonna need a chorus." He's gonna need help. <laughs> yeah. So then they then so you're welcome, everybody. Back in my fifth grade class, who got to be part of the chorus, who had a part essentially. There was like twenty of them, and they were over on the side, and they would sing along with us. It was only because of my musical ineptitude that you got to be famous. You know, <laughs> the ego behind me I as know, a fifth grader. Right? Wow. What an ass. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I knew that I, when I got to high school, I wanted to do theater. Right. And then I got into theater, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, every guy is gay." And all the girls are hot. This is perfect. Exactly, yes. Yeah, so guys who would make fun of me, like, oh, you're in theater? I'd be in, like, team sports. on the. I was on the – I did other macho things. I was on the basketball team. Tina, she plays the lead. She's skinny and has daddy issues.
1: You got something else to say? Yeah. Let's not go there.
0: Yeah, we have to kiss on stage in front of the whole school. What do you got? We got to keep making it sure it's right. And
1: feeling it. Actually, true story – um, when I was in college, and the whole reason I went into uh, I went into theater, in all honesty, I had a triple major: music, theater, and anthropology. So, music, theater, and oh, anthropology. Yes, cool. yes, I've been a nerd for a long time.
0: Um, <laughs> oh, cool. D- right. uh,
1: so, tell me about that. Yeah, there, there was this really hot girl. I mean, mm-hmm. when I say hot, I mean I can already see her. <laughs> With like multiple T's. Right. She used to be a bikini model. I cannot make this up.
0: Your heart just started pounding
1: as soon as you saw her. Basically. Well, yes and no. Hmm. My heart skipped a beat when I first saw her. My heart started pounding when she opened her mouth and I realized she was smart. She was funny. Hmm. She was dedicated. She was perfect. So, of course, she was taken, but uh, that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Um, It's all right. Uh, and, and we did a number of things and a whole lot of drama happened because it's drama and it's college. So it's college drama. It's like you're double dipped. And, um, <laughs> she ended up breaking up with her boyfriend. Oh, shucks. Darn. Oh, bummer.
0: Yeah. And, Hi, how you doing? <laughs> and we
1: never hooked up. She wanted to hook up with me and heaven knows I wanted to hook up with her. How did but you she, ruin that? Oh, cause it's always us. This is it. how she ruined it. Yes. Uh, sh- i say she ruined it cause okay. I would, okay. I would have walked through fire for for just to have the opportunity to hold her but she said i think we should sleep together because it would help our scenes
0: what that was said to you that was said to me and you didn't go through with it nope why did you feel bad about i couldn't it? no i wanted to sleep with her
1: for all the other wrong reasons not <laughs> sure, that you one. you're not gonna let that one hold come you
0: back. on <laughs> okay so and why s-
1: um what happened man because I couldn't I I wanted a relationship with her I wanted I wanted um, you know oh, because yeah. she I mean yes she was hot she was gorgeous she was all that but she was also so amazingly easy to talk to sure I
0: actually I get it. I get it especially as like a young man in his what so was, this is college so maybe you were 19 20 years old uh, yeah I mean you're I mean, overthinking everything um, you think you think that your decision that you make now is going to be the rest of your life. It's going to be the future. You don't realize it. Yeah. Well, it might have worked out for a little while.
1: Um, I think it would have worked out. But. Okay. So. I think it worked out better the way it didn't work out. Why? We're still friends. Really? On Facebook. Yeah. And she has three beautiful kids. Oh, okay. Okay. And um, an a incredibly strapping husband. I mean, she has a really good life. And it's, good. it's great watching that. And it's cool watching, watching, because I've seen some of the stuff she's gone through. She's done really well for herself. I'm very proud of her. And I don't know if it would have turned out better with me. You know? I think she did great. So me being a big dummy, because let's let's, let's be honest, I I had a bikini model throwing herself at me. And I said, no. What the hell? I think that was the best thing I could have done for us, for her, for, I mean, not that I was that much into it, you know, I just went, I can't do it for that. And then afterwards I went, I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah. And I spent a long time thinking I was an idiot until I realized sometimes being an idiot is the smartest thing you can be. Uh,
0: Honestly, that's, I could say that for a lot of things in my life. (laughs) I have a similar story, uh, in from high school theater, definitely didn't involve like potentially sleeping with someone, but I was going out for uh, Romeo in Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. I was a junior, and there was this senior. Her name was Lindsay. I had the biggest crush on her. She was a fantastic actress. She's still out there doing um, acting today and doing well for herself, and I'm very happy for her. She and I were going up to read for Romeo and Juliet together. We were in the line, and we were about to go up on stage, and our high school directors, they brought in an outside director. It was the, the one and only time in my high school career as a, a, a theater. I was, I was in theater— Uh, sophomore, junior, and senior year. So three years, they directed every show except for Romeo and Juliet this one year, my junior year, the second year. New New director comes in. They're just trying something new. And so I don't know what she wants. And I'm a little confused by that, but I'm gonna go up there and give it my all. And I have this beautiful... Shorter than me, which is rare to find, blonde girl, (laughs) Lindsay, who's going up to read with me as Juliet. And I was going for Romeo, and I thought, man, they're going to love us. We're both blonde. That's different. That's new, A, a new take on Romeo and Juliet. Maybe you know in my in my high school mind I thought that now that I think about it Leonardo DiCaprio was blonde wasn't he and that yeah, in no. that yeah so okay maybe I wasn't so right about that you were just
1: a, you, you were ahead of the time ahead of your time
0: yeah. I was I was ahead of my time in a lot of things you know just like when we did Huckleberry or Tom Sawyer <laughs> and Tom it. Sawyer was black that was dope that was ahead of its time and anyway so we're sitting there in the line and we're reading our lines together and she go and and it was one of the parts where they kiss and she goes hey do you do you want to kiss here and Dalton, 17 year old Dalton. Do you hear me? Yes. You say yes to that. And the reason why I didn't do that is because she had a boyfriend, this guy named Bryce and I'm the kind of guy and I've always been this way and always will be this way. So I don't apologize for it, but I'm the kind of guy who, if a girl has a boyfriend, I don't, I see her basically as a brother un, until, you know, until things change. I, I respect other guys. Unless yeah. I find out that guy's a douchebag, then all things are off. But I didn't know this Bryce guy. So, for all intents and purposes, he in my mind, he's, yeah, he yeah. wasn't a douchebag. He's a cool guy. And obviously, he bagged her. Okay, bag's a wrong term, I, especially in high school. And he, you had he, a
1: problem with my Becky statement. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're right, right. So, so, Bryce was with Lindsay, and I thought about it in the back of my mind. I was like, if I was Bryce, I wouldn't like that she did that. And, you know, it doesn't matter. She offered it. I totally should have just said yes. And maybe we would have gotten the parts.
1: Maybe it would have helped your scenes.
0: Maybe it would have helped the scenes. <laughs> and I would have gotten to kiss her. Yeah. And instead, I said no because I was trying to be kind to some dude that I didn't know. And I don't I don't apologize for it because I, I think I was being respectful. And um, I would want another guy to do that to me. And guys, don't do that. Guys are wolves. Guys are wolves. They Not all. To a point. To a point. Yes. But, yeah, they will come out. There are guys... Every girlfriend I've ever had has had a guy or two who's asking her to go hang out or have coffee or give her her sweater back that, that he left in her car like two years ago. No, she and freaking stole it. You, know you she stole, stole it. Yeah, she stole <laughs> it and you want it back because you're trying to get with her and you don't give a fuck that she has a boyfriend. And, you know, it is what it is. I didn't want to be that guy. Because those guys are assholes, and they need to go get a life and find some girl who's single. Well, that's my point. A couple of
1: girls that are the exact same way.
0: Yeah, let me get off my soapbox. Ultimately, I still (laughs) made a mistake. I totally should have kissed her and been able to. You know, I wish I could sit here and tell you you that I kissed
1: her. I was and I was fine. I didn't sleep with her, and I'm
0: and her life is great. And maybe. Maybe, maybe if me kissing her would have had a butterfly effect and maybe. her life would have went to shit after that. So yeah. you know what? Yeah, I don't know. You're welcome, yeah. Lindsay, for me saying no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, I can work with that. <clears throat> so, all right, um, what what uh, ultimately got you into acting? Um, well, again, triple majoring in, in uh, college. Mm-hmm. And um, it was interesting. I tried it and I found that I kind of enjoyed it. Was kind of neat. I really like the back of the house stuff because that's where I started first. Oh, okay, so yeah. were you like stage manager, or were yeah? You props, uh, well, or... uh, sound and oh, uh, okay, sound gotcha. and lighting was really cool, and I like the geeky stuff, and I can build things because that's always what I've done. Mm-hmm. And uh, in college, you have to build every damn thing, mm-hmm. so um, I got to do that, and I really appreciated that. And then they needed somebody for something, and I don't even remember. I don't even remember my first play really, and uh, and it was something small. I hope. And um and I got it and went, Wow, I really like that. And from that moment on, I have sucked. That's <laughs> not true. Well, for, for a long time and, and I think maybe I'm I'm better now, but when I was in college I was horrible because I was always had my eye in the audience. You know, I always had that I am looking at myself acting. Instead of just freaking acting. Oh, I know exactly I what going, you mean. I am going, does this look the right way? Is my yes. blocking the right... Am I carrying you're self-analyzing. Right? Oh, my, while I'm on stage. Yeah. Are oh, you
0: kidding me? It's the worst. It takes you completely out of it. It did. You, and you I can would, be I, the best actor with all the talent in the world, but if you're doing that, you are guaranteed to look robotic. I Yeah, I looked wooden. I looked... Mm-hmm.
1: Just, just It was horrible.
0: I, I do that with auditions right now. I have a talent agent and I get auditions every now and then where I've got to record myself in my room. I've got a, a ring light with a, a camera stand and I get in front of my, my blank wall and I do it and I, and sometimes I have a reader, sometimes I don't necessarily need one mm-hmm. and I get in my head th- in that and no one's there. I can delete this. No one has to see this and I still get in my <laughs> head and I still think about how I look.
1: Well, it, it, it turned me off, I admit, and then of course a whole lot of life happened uh, between college right, and yeah. Um, I didn't act for a long time.
0: What brought you back then?
1: Uh, New London, actually. My oldest mm. daughter, Rhea, um, saw something somewhere. I have no idea. And uh, it's like, I want to try out for The Crucible. Now, I had just um, was just splitting up with my wife at the time, and uh, it was a big change for me. I have a thing. When I change something, uh, when, when my life changed, I go through a major life change, mm-hmm. Um I shaved my head. So I, off. I spent 24 hours with a mohawk. I looked badass. But after that, it went away. (laughs) Um, So I show up to take her to the audition for the Crucible and, uh, and...
0: Was your ex-wife there? No. Oh, okay. But uh, (laughs) Rebecca
1: was there. Becca was there. And she's like, you look just like Christopher Eccleston. And I went, thank you. Having no idea who Christopher
0: Eccleston was. I have no idea who that is. Who is it? You're
1: kidding me. He was the ninth doctor. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, who I and a Doctor Who came fan. back, yeah, and sorry. and uh, he's an amazing actor. Absolutely I'm gonna look him up. amazing. Ahead. I've just never heard him. Um, so I'm like, thank you. I have no idea who that was. And uh, and she
0: was saying you look like that with your short hair, like with no guy. hair, with no hair, guy. with no hair. Yeah. And so. Oh yeah, this guy. Yeah, this guy. I like this guy.
1: I know, right? He's cool. Yeah, I, yeah, this I can was see you I'm looking saying. like him with short hair or yeah. no hair.
0: Yeah. yeah, you know,
1: back when I was skinnier. Now I'm I'm. A little more well-rounded, <laughs> uh, but um, she went to audition and she wasn't incredible, but she was trying so hard. But she had her eye in the audience. I guess it's genetic. And um, <laughs> meanwhile, they had me read with her, and uh, they needed they needed somebody to play Putnam, and um, he was he was like the bad you know one of the bad guys. And I'm like, yeah, sure. What the
0: hell? Right, he's like one of the town priests or something. Uh,
1: town rich guys that oh, he owns okay. all the oh, land yeah, yeah. and he profits. Man, blah blah blah. It's been
0: 12 years since yeah. I ever even uh, opened right. that book. And so.
1: th- now, now the hilarious thing is, uh, the second, the second half of the play, he has exactly one line. <laughs> but I had to be on stage
0: the, the whole, whole time, time. just <laughs> oh, reacting worse. to everybody else acting. That was it. Was that's so impressive. cool. It yeah. was awesome. And I, I, I. I like your take on that. I like that you were like, you know, you got a lot of actors, including myself at times, would say, oh, I have one line in the entire second act, but I have to be out there on stage. Oh No, I was was acting the whole time. And that's the hardest type of acting, is reacting. uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) You had fun. That's awesome. All right. So Um, how was that? My line
0: was, this is great. great. It is
1: a lie. That's it. And they're like, please sit down. And so I did. (laughs) And and then so I sit and I watch this whole courtroom drama unfold. And I'm just like... (gasps) Oh no! Oh, you know, and just emoting <laughs> and acting.
0: Was, right, I need to get recording
1: on this and because your the, faces you just did were all classic. the people across the way, uh, the young girls that are part of the the witnesses and stuff like that are doing it their level best not to laugh at me <laughs> because <there's>, and <laughs> Makes that it even better that get. was part of my fun because I'm mm-hmm. you know here I'm supposed to, to be to this laugh, imposing character and and this very serious person and I'm cutting up the whole time, you know. That's when I th- I uh, I don't know maybe it's still my eye, eye in the audience but that's when I think I'm having the most fun is is when I'm doing the best stuff because it's real like wit uh, and um uh, born yesterday born, uh, are you familiar with born yesterday
0: I'm not even familiar with wit I know that I, oh, I know oh my both god of
1: them. that was when I first met Nancy Nancy is amazing uh, nancy powell is absolutely oh right amazing. she's fantastic Constant i got to be yeah she's so Act sweet. like a
0: man was the show i got to do with her and she is she was the lead in wit and she blew
1: me away i had to give her um i want to say inspection that's not right uh an exam <laughs> a pelvic exam
0: <laughs> okay in in wit in wit okay yes she what had, is wit about let's start uh,
1: there. her dying of cancer
0: okay and it, wit it, does that have anything to do with the wizard of oz or my no I... not remotely Okay, no. <laughs> I don't know where that came. No, nah, remotely. My brain. Okay, fine. So, so, it, so wit's its own thing. It doesn't, it doesn't take liberties from anything else. It's not no, a, no,
1: wit was no. It's its own um, play.
0: Okay, so what is wit about? It's about it's, a, a, it's a about person dying. This of
1: woman dying of cancer. She was a um, a literary scholar. Okay, and she that was her whole life. Everything was about writing and okay. and literature and, and and
0: And do things change once she finds out she has cancer? Does she like take a, a broader view on mm, life? Nah, hard to
1: describe. Okay, she okay. um I just need to fucking see but it. But she <laughs> sees it from the same perspective. Oh, okay. Okay. She sees her dying with the same critical and logical eye as her living. Interesting. And
0: Well, I've definitely heard of it. I know that it's and a good show. Nancy just I'm sure she blew, she it blew out of the me water. away. Yeah,
1: she blew me away. So of course I had to mess with her. Um, <laughs> and and how did you do that? The pelvic exam was it was supposed to be the most uncomfortable thing. Cause here I am, here is this woman on a table on stage, and I am taking my arm up to my elbow, right on a you know right up Main Street and. <laughs> The
0: mainstream, and it's
1: supposed to be uncomfortable.
0: I've never heard of it. And I honestly
1: believe it it was more uncomfortable for me Uh trying to play it straight. Yeah, right. You know, because I had no idea what I was doing in the medical sense. Uh, (laughs) I, I I got you. you Okay, thank you. You've never been, Uh, you've never never been elbow deep. Um, well, this one time in college, (laughs) and he won't call me. Um, No, (laughs) sorry. I have just way? to let everybody know I have broken our host. That's the classic you are Jack welcome right there.
0: Um, <laughs> as soon as you said so he I, I couldn't
1: done. do it seriously. I could not. yeah, it it came out just awkward and weird, so I went with that. and I made it. lean into it. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's like when you ride a motorcycle, if you find yourself in you know life is like riding a motorcycle if
0: if you find if it throws you a curve. Lean into it. Right, same, <laughs> same with even driving a car. When they talk about going, like, uh, like when you when you kind of uh go off the road a little bit, yeah. don't overcorrect. Just just go, just with, go it. with it. Yeah, yeah lean and, into and it. that's what this. I, I could not,
1: not, you know, make this awkward. So I made it hysterical. Uh, hysterical, you know, awkward. <laughs> I'm right. having. Oh, oh, god. Yes, it was incredibly. I can awkward. see it now, and I'm you know, loving it. I'm pulling out the the stirrups. You know, <laughs> her. She's supposed to be. You know, heels up, and I I don't know how to work the stirrup, so let's play with me not working the stirrup. And it wasn't one go. of those. Out. Right. Oh no, it was. <laughs> and everything shook, and there were several times she had to turn her head away yeah, from the audience because she didn't want them to see her her laughing <laughs> and and smiling. It was. And Dawn, Don was the director, and she was watching, the, and she was just on me going, you know. Oh my God! You're, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? The moment I made it funny, she's like, "Yes, do that!
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. Of course, can you do done. that
1: every night?" So I mean, my character—I've um, forgotten his name. He was supposed to be the young doctor, the young know-it-all doctor. Gee, not a uh, typecasting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, right? I'm kidding. He—I'm not young. Um, but he was kind of a dick, and. Uh, he didn't even know he was a dick. He was just too busy being smart. And Jason, uh, was that your name? Yeah, sure, yes. That's I, I, I looked it up that Wikipedia. It.
0: As Jason, a young doctor proud of the A- minus he once got in Vivian's poetry course. That's perfect. Does yes. that sound like you? That sounds a lot like me. All right, yeah. Jason, go ahead. Uh,
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah, and uh, I, I made everything just a little bit more I'm aware of how awesome I am. And in the process became this. I want to say three-dimensional cutout, you know, <laughs> because everything was all doctor and you. she wasn't even a person to him. She was a case. She was an experiment. And that's all she was to him. Mm-hmm. And here we are exploring the depths of her humanity by not being, by, you know, all these times where she wasn't really human, but she was, you know, and the humanity of her dying and this experience. And this guy can't even see it. As she's dying in front of him, you know, when she finally, when she finally codes, he's in and he's all worried about, you know, this, this, this case, this thing. Something relating to him. Yeah, yeah, or to the his play in this experiment. Sure. Yeah. You know these drugs that they're running. Not really her. She's
0: freaking coding. You know. Um, That's how that's how it feels going to the doctor sometimes. uh, To be honest. And I'll tell them how I'll tell them about my symptoms and how I'm feeling, and I'll tell them ultimately why what it's making me feel in my brain because anxiety is so big for me. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell them, like, hey man, I just want you to know this is really bumming me the fuck out. And I'm gonna tell you, like, my foot hurts like a motherfucker. Can you please look at it and not just tell me, oh, well, stretch more? Like, I'm sure you're gonna get to that point, and that's cool, but can you also, like, just scientifically break it down for me i might not understand all of it but i would just like an explanation of what's going on in my body mm-hmm. and then that never happens it's up up, bing bang take some painkillers and uh i'll see you in a couple weeks you realize and
1: there's a human at the end of that foot
0: yes just letting you know thank you jeff you know yeah. this guy I, I hate to bring it back to like know, the real world he i know eats and about.
1: dreams and poops and at the moment really wants to push his face you know into yours to tell
0: you <laughs> to think about me
1: yeah you know don't i pay your salary <laughs> I mean,
0: essentially right yeah. if but, i'm paying their salary then there's another half of mine that i'm not getting yeah all. right <laughs> but, but I, ultimately that i just i had to say something about that because it really struck a chord because that's Something that I've found that has happened a lot in doctors' visits and therapist visits in my life it was just like you're just ushered out the door. You're just another number, and apparently and that's kind of that's, what, I was, was, yeah. what I was. doing. and, the and did, cool. thing... How is, did you feel playing that character? Did you did you feel kind of like a dick? Did it make you? You know, no, they say don't judge your character, and they're right.
1: No, I mean he was a dick, objectively, and, and you, I can, and, and I can play a dick. I'm uh, yeah, so, I know, I mean,
0: yeah. dude. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, have
0: you seen me? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you're straight.
1: You're but, cool, uh, man. I played it for her and I and I and my foil was Mary Elizabeth. Do you know Mary? Yeah, yeah. I love Mary yeah. Elizabeth. Yeah. Mary Elizabeth's awesome. Yeah, I told and Steven her, they're they're great. I, yeah, at one point, you know, while I'm working on her and she has to push me away from from Nancy from her and uh-huh. Vivian. And I told her, "Don't push me. Push me."
0: Yeah. Man.
1: You know, so every night it got bigger and bigger and <laughs> bigger. The final night she got me all the way across the stage, she pushed me so wow. hard. She's like, "I don't want to hurt you." I'm like, going to hurt me. Come on, do yeah. this." Um, I mean you know, If you're gonna do it, do be it. Be authentic.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I,
1: I mean, I did the same thing with um, uh, "One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest." Nurse Ratchet.
0: I was about to ask you that. You, you did. Uh, well, I wasn't about to, but like I, I was planning on getting to it. But anyway, you did "One Flew Over the One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest." Yes, I and enjoyed
1: that. It was cool. Who were you in that? Uh, I, uh, uh, Murphy.
0: It was Murphy? Who is Murphy? I, I've seen the really? movie. It's just been a while. Um, he was he Who was played like, him in the movie.
1: And uh, Jack Nicholson played him in the movie. Oh, so you
0: were the main fucking character? Yeah, I guess. Uh, okay. <laughs> Don't ah, uh, Mr. Humble over here. All right, I'm sorry. What were you? Don't mean say to about humble it? brag, but I didn't know. You played. You played. You I played did. I, well, I tried character. to play. I really did. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's a, that's a damn good movie. I wish I had seen that. That Dude, was Dude, I was I moved surrounded back. by nothing but talent. I just I heard du- so I heard that was Dusty's people. best role. It was. He
1: was really really good. Yeah, he, 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 was he really, in fact it. <laughs> he built um he built a uh, a time bomb. You know, like uh-huh. dynamite and a t- and all that and I gave it to my father. <laughs> he gave it to me. And I gave it <laughs> oh, to my dad. My dad thought it was awesome.
0: That's so sweet. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I took you out of it for a second oh. there. What were you going to say about One Flew or is a Nose oh, with um, Mary Elizabeth? I was man? playing
1: Nurse Ratchet. Well, Mary Elizabeth was in there and she was awesome. But Nurse Ratchet was played by uh, Madeline Hatter,
0: don't know her, but Um,
1: she um, she (laughs) young, black uh, female, obviously uh, black woman. She was poised. She was powerful. Mm. She was incredibly talented, and we fed off each other like God's own chocolate. Oh my God, it was amazing. I bet that was worthy of watching.
0: Then, if those two characters fed off each other, that's all the playing. She was fantastic.
1: She was. I mean, she would up the game on me. Which made me have to up the game, and and at one point in the play, the um, I'm throttling her, uh, literally I'm choking her, not real choking, but it, it looks real. It's like I'm right, choking, right. and I, I'm like, how big you want to go? You know, how how do you want to do this? She's like, do it, you know, don't choke me, obviously, but make it look real. I'm like, you're a light little girl, I can pick you up. She's like, pick me up. Uh, so, and the funny thing is, the night that this happened, I had thrown my back out doing something stupid. I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm I have a weird back. I can lift three times my weight, no problem. But if I twist wrong and sneeze, I'm out for
0: two days. I am the same. I way. don't
1: get that. But I had thrown my back out. But um, I was I was soldiering through it and and Adrenaline doing what I had to do. Adrenaline is your friend. <laughs> what was
0: that? Adrenaline is your. friend It is,
1: and this one, when I when I throttled her, I didn't go down. I went up. And I mean, literally lifted her off her feet, and she is—I am—I am fully extended out, and she is off the ground, a good two feet off the ground. And I'm looking at her like yeah, and she's looking at me like yeah. We did it, Jeff. And we did it. <laughs> and I mean, I could—I mean, in retrospect, I probably could have not thrown my back out worse. Um, I think I heard noises like spring, spring, spring as I was lifting her, but <laughs> right. at the moment I didn't care, you know, ping, and ping. it was, and it was just absolutely freaking amazing. She brought, she brought me to that level of expression where I'm not going to say, you know, it was real, but I am going to say that I, I wasn't necessarily me. You weren't I was sitting Murphy. in the audience. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I was feeling it. And that is no there is no to me there's no greater feeling than that
1: and, and i mean it was i mean she was just cool on so many levels I, I words can't describe but uh she she did like a a blog for her college or i don't know exactly what she was doing but one of the things that she wanted to do she wanted to interview all of us um for this play and then you know uh
0: you blog about it or whatever yeah, yeah. and
1: uh, she asked a question of me that became this big philosophical existential crisis whoa okay uh, she's what was like that? she's like okay so what do you and your character have in common
0: that's a good question
1: and, oh i thought it was a great question as a and, guy who
0: likes to interview people and, i can definitely and the definitely first thing i quipped that. is
1: i said well we're both fictional characters whoa and okay. and she went what and i went <laughs> what and then i and then i thought oh. about it and i'm like holy <laughs> crap that's actually kind of true because yeah, no, yeah. I, I look at all of the all of my heroes when I was growing up and they're all these bigger than life people that don't really exist. I'm pretty sure Han Solo didn't exist. Right, yeah. I, I mean I, maybe Harrison Ford does, it, yeah, and he's not Jones, necessarily be your hero. No, you know, uh, you know Dude can't of, even fly a plane you know, yeah, straight. <laughs> uh well actually he can. He no, was just I know. Big. He's just he's, he's um, like crashed like three of them, you know, though, hasn't he? Pierce Brosnan as as Remington Steele, mm-hmm. You know, um, Every James Bond
0: ever. Yo, uh, speaking know. of James Bond and Pierce Brosnan, he was my first James Bond. Like the first. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, what did Die Another Day came out in what? Like two, 99, 2000, something like that. I was 9, 10 years old. Every every Thanksgiving, my, they have that Bond marathon on, oh, okay. on like AMC or something. Do, mm-hmm. you, do you know about this? I think Yes. I maybe. forget what, what exact channel it is, or maybe Turner Classics or something. And so I grew up watching that every Thanksgiving. They like for like I think the 14 days leading up to Thanksgiving, or mm. maybe seven days, or maybe even the whole month leading up to okay. Thanksgiving, they play Bond movies just over just constantly on nice. on one of those channels. I don't want to say it's yeah. AMC; it might have been. Um, Turner I Classic. understand
1: that if you watch those for the whole two weeks. You grow a little more hair on your chest.
0: That's why my chest is so hairy. Yeah, there you go. Because my dad was like, you also this end living. up an alcoholic. But hey, what are you going to do? And that's why I'm an alcoholic. But before,
1: <laughs> okay, so well now we yeah, know two for two. Okay. <laughs> no, um, but um, before yeah. he was before he was James Bond. He was, he was Remington Steele, right? Yeah. And Remington Steele was this suave, sophisticated. Um, thief. (laughs) I mean, his
0: name was Remington Steele. I know. He has no chance of being anything other. He's not going to be a computer hacker. Exactly. You know, he's not going to be an accountant. He's going to be a motherfucker. But he
1: was pretending to be a private, a private detective. mm -hmm. um, My dad was a private detective. While at the same time being a thief. That's (laughs)
0: cool. I don't know if my dad was a thief.
1: Um, and I just thought he was the coolest thing ever growing up. I thought it was neat. And, uh, fictional character. You
0: know? Right. Um,
1: so pretty much everybody that I aspired to be like was a fictional character, and in my aspirations, I myself was becoming—I—I I was a fictional character. Something but, that's not
0: grounded in reality.
1: Yeah, but then I—I I did all of it. I mean, okay, yeah, I was a thief. God, I was a kid. God, um, we're not going to count that part. But um,
0: <laughs> I was. Sure. <laughs> Maybe another episode we can talk about those know, stories.
1: Not anthropology was the whole thing about uh, about you know here I am learning about other cultures, going to other countries. I was Indiana Jones. Um, you know, oh, shit. Working with the military, um, doing kind of spy stuff. I was doing that. Yeah. And so there was that. You know, oh. I was that, and this is going to sound so cliched and hackneyed, I know. But here we go. Then it course it's me. I was that fiction made flesh. I made that real. I was the adventurer. I was Han Solo. I was Indiana Jones. I was Remington Steele. I was all of these heroic characters, but I was me. You know? <laughs> and it, so, like a little bit actually, lamer, yeah. And I mean that oh, in all considerably the best ways. lamer. Come I love on. you, Jeff. Come on, <laughs> it's not like I spun spun no, a pretty at, blonde look, look into my you. arms. You've got like and you have when, a
0: shark tooth as a necklace. What is that? It's, that's a bear claw, actually. That's a bear claw. Even better. Well, well I a, hun- yeah. actually hunted this claw. See I what? Bear- and you're a fictional character. You I am made flesh.
1: See. No, I used to, I live on no. a re- I used to live uh, on a reservation for a while and, and what yeah part of what I did oh my gosh I'm so glad I found, I found part this part of the part of the clan uh, was part of the uh, clan yeah
0: not not the K clan no the not C the K clan, clan the C oh, okay. <laughs> clan the
1: Ketoa clan of which I'm a part come on <laughs> okay. Jeez, Louise. I'm following I'm following <laughs> after I just that, that we to had to chase joke. down one of them
0: no no uh, <laughs> I love your white supremacist voice <laughs> <by> <laughs> which <laughs>
1: ironically sounds a whole lot like my kin. Because I'm from Alabama, I swear to God. Now, to my, to my defense, I crawled to the state line when I was three. I'd already done everything, um, with the exception of my sisters. And uh, I did have a cousin. I swear to God. Oh, no, you went to the cousin. I did have a cousin yeah. at a family reunion ask
0: me out. Really? It actually happened. I asked my cousin out. Yeah, well. And then found out later she was my cousin, and it was only through marriage. Yeah, it I knew. It wasn't blood. I knew. And I, oh, did, I didn't want to date my
1: cousin. Well, not that cousin. This other <laughs> cousin, however, was really kind of cute. And she wasn't local, so. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. yeah. What are you going to do? No, I never did. Hey, yeah, yeah, um, you, you want some of this But every in my casserole? family talks just like this. Right. Great. I mean, I got it. got a, this actually happened. Uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh,
0: Thank you. Go ahead.
1: Thanksgiving at my grandfather's house. Um, and afterwards, I'm looking at this big white oak tree because it has mistletoe. Right, and I want to get mistletoe for Christmas. It's Thanksgiving to yeah. the season, mm-hmm. so I'm figuring out the best way to climb up this
0: tree. Wait, is this the bear story or the cousin story? This cousin. No, it's <laughs> not
1: even the cousin story. It's the Thanksgiving story. Oh, okay. you're gonna okay. have to keep up. I hope you're editing this. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. So I'm looking, and and one of my one of my cousins, he comes up. And he's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm about to climb the tree and pick out the mistletoe." He's like, "Why are you going to climb the tree?" And they're like. To get the mistletoe, okay, Where, right. come on, play with me here. And he's like, "No, no, no, no! Wait a minute, hold on." Hey, Ray, his name was Ray. Go out to my trailer across the street and get my get my twenty-two. And yes, there was a trailer. It was across the street,
0: and there was and, a twenty-two. And
1: he came back with it, and it had a scope on it. Uh, the twenty-two. With a scope,
0: I've shot a twenty two. This scope. is
1: some pre- precision shit they're obviously doing with this twenty two.
0: I have oh, yeah. no idea what it is. It's got the bullets that are like an inch long. Yeah, That's I love great. it.
1: Um, but you usually don't have a range to require anything more than iron sighting unless you're hunting rabbits or squirrels, which clearly he was because when he handed it to me, and he saw me as city folk at this point uh-huh. because I lived in Georgia, I lived near Atlanta, so I was city folk. Um, they don't he's know like, nothing about now. This thing's over there. got a hair trigger. You be careful. So I, I I bring it up. I, I bring it up to my eye, and I'm looking through the scope. It makes the mistletoe about as big as Candlestick Park. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck are you shooting, and at what range? But I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at the mistletoe, and I'm about to touch the trigger, and I'm like, you know, if I were to come down a little bit, I could probably hit where it where it anchors onto the tree itself. And I brought it right down and touched that trigger, and I guarantee you, when he said a hair trigger, he was not lying. I was about to ask you the thing who it was. And the whole sprig came down, the whole thing. Boom, it fell, and everybody went quiet. And then went, whoa, where'd you learn to shoot like that? Okay, next thing you know, we have, I, I swear to God, we have an entire bank of cousins, each with their own, uh, their own personal rifles, shooting mistletoe out of the tree, because this is the funnest thing they've seen since dating their, male, their female cousins. One guy brought a 30-aught six. I swear to God, I'm like, what? Are you afraid you're going to find a a deer up there? Damn, that's what I have. (laughs) You're taking out branches. Yeah, you don't shoot that at, but. uh, Mistletoe. Yeah, I came home and I had three plastic bags full of more mistletoe than I would ever need. Oh, man. You got all them kisses. Um, (laughs) Well, I would tie it up and I ended up selling them. At school and stuff like that,
0: Mr. Entrepreneur, right hey, there. Hey, well, what are you gonna do with a metric fuck ton of mistletoe? <laughs> yeah, you know? sell it. You got to
1: do something. You
0: know. Hey, you ever kissed your cousin? No. We'll take check this out. <laughs> <laughs> Five dollars, you can get two ounces. <laughs> you got you, man. All right, so that's the cousin <laughs> story. No. Now we need to go to the bear story.
1: Oh, um, anyway, what you co- what you were supposed to do was was kill a bear, and you give it to the to the rest of your clan. Um, got it. S- so I, I could have gone with a rifle. They were totally understanding that, but I'm like, no, hell no. I'm going to do it traditional. So I went with my, with my bare bow, my bare bow, my bow that doesn't have any accoutrement on it. Right. It doesn't have any it. It's bare. Therefore it is a bare bow. Is it a compound bow? No, or it was a it recurve. like a long bow. It or? was a 45 pound recurve. Okay. But, um, for every inch after 28 inches, cause it measures 45 pounds at 28 inches uh-huh. for everyone after that, you can add four pounds. And I have. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I have a five inch overdraw. You get about
0: 60 right there.
1: Yeah. I, I have a 33 inch draw. So. Yeah. I was dealing with about 65 pounds. Yeah. Six, yeah. And um, so I shot this, this black bear. Yeah. And. Um, Where'd you hit it? Uh, the first time.
0: <laughs> the first time? Yeah.
1: Um, Cause it came at me. And. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I, show, tell me the story. And when it comes at you, it becomes very fast. Um, this is not something that a black bear normally does. Normally they run, but uh, this one did not run. <laughs> this one ran towards me. And um, I got four arrows into it. And um, the last one finally hit here.
0: and well, on the, the, the nape of the neck?
1: Yeah, the nape of the neck. Because if you hit him on the head, you may as well be hitting a helmet.
0: Right. Especially yeah, with, a, with way... a bow. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Come
1: on. Um, but I think I managed to sever, this, uh, sever the spine. Mm-hmm. It was a lucky shot. And Man. I was I was literally like a half a second from triggering myself. I mean, it was that close. If I if it had been any closer, there'd be a bear walking around in the woods right now with a little finger hanging around <laughs> that starts conversations with pretty
0: girls. And, uh, <laughs> Hey, tell us about that human story, Jeff. (laughs) Oh my God! There I was on the ridge,
1: just going after just going after berries, and uh, suddenly this (laughs) fucktard—he shoots me with a bow, a bow! Are you kidding me? Alabama white boy. Yeah, so I come at him, (laughs) (laughs) and he was a little slower than I was. No, um, yeah, yeah, right. But no, I've had this since I was eighteen.
0: Man, that's cool. And you have like. It's like it's like emerald colors, green. Yeah, what a friend it, of
1: mine um, uh, who lived uh, on the boundary, he um, he made jewelry, and uh, he he mounted it for me, and I've I've worn it ever since.
0: Dope. Okay. So and that, and that was was that when you lived on a reservation? That, I lived on the yes. And, and reservations Native American, right? Yes. Okay. In Cherokee. It was, I didn't know they were. It was west reason? of. Uh, it
1: was more of a boundary, but it's okay. called the Koala Boundary. Um, Koala? Koala. Yeah, okay. Don't ask me to spell it. No, it's a, I'm not. I mean, well, I assume. It's, um, I had a girlfriend saw it in my head. there. Q U A L A is. Yeah, I had a girlfriend guess. there, and um, okay. Um, we were going to get married. She got pregnant, like you do. And by uh, you, as far as I know. Okay, uh, just checking. I mean, well, so was I. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she went off the reservation to um get na- uh, uh, prenatal care.
0: And, okay. And why, why did she go off the reservation? Did, was it not available on the reservation?
1: Y- uh, medical care there was less than stellar. I, I've say. heard
0: that. I mean, I don't know much. I've never been on a reservation myself, but I've heard that reservation life isn't that great. A lot of them become alcoholics. Um, yeah, that it's, it,
1: it's there's a lot of meth and depression. A lot of domestic and that's so abuse. Sad. And, well, when when yeah.
0: Is it, and, and why do you think that is? Is, is? it because of the way they were treated or is it something? Um, or something I different? I
1: think when you are stuck with no options mm. and no real education, no real marketable job skills, no future, and you are not even seen as as a viable person, then everything becomes really close in. Mm. You form your own cliques, your own tribes, your own dramas. And there's nobody to come help you. It's just you. Um, or the people that you know. And the people you know become the most important things on the planet. It's it's I, And it's, if they're into something, you might into something. get into that too. Yeah. yeah. It's, so, it's,
0: I, and I'm sorry, this was in Alabama? Uh, North Carolina. North Carolina, okay and uh anyway. S- so what happened with the she, she got she fired. got hit by a drunk driver. Whoa, Jeff. Okay. And, All right. Well we got um, serious. Lost you okay her and my this? son. Uh in one fell swoop. Are you okay with talking about this? Seriously. I need just to just did
1: and okay, um man, that's fair, that's fair. so i spent three years being absolutely fucking stupid um can i
0: ask a question you um, just did The your son was he born no
1: oh jeff
0: his name would have been nathaniel lomax man jeff i, I didn't i did not know this thank you for sharing it's okay man hmm. it's okay. okay
1: okay
0: you're good it was
1: a long time ago
0: what, what what year was this uh 89-ish and this was 90? your first child yeah that I knew about right uh, and you only have daughters right I do wow how do you how, how do you feel about that Just I, only me. having
1: daughters I think they're great
0: I will okay yeah, I, I guess, <laughs> yeah. no I, I have so. a feeling
1: that's not what you're actually asking no, but that's the way I'm even, answering so to be honest, I
0: don't even know what I'm asking um that was I just i man that you really um, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting. I did not know that that happened, and I'm sure that that's not something you go around telling everybody. Of course, it's not you. exactly
1: an icebreaker. No, right,
0: <laughs> right, right. I have plenty of
1: great icebreakers. Hey, have you seen my bear claw? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, did you hear about that time that? That no, was
1: her okay. family that I was trying to be a part of. Um, was she was she Native American?
0: Yeah. And I'm sorry, we probably established that. What what, what um, tribe? She was you Kansa know?
1: clan, uh, Cherokee. Cherokee. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. As I am also. A little bit Cherokee.
0: Oh, you have some in your blood. Oh yeah, I'm a mutt. Are you kidding me? That's why I'm so <laughs> you healthy. You can relate to the I'm of mutt, my dog. You know. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: right. So yeah, uh, that's why I was allowed up there
0: at all um, to stay. But um, so what happened after? Like once once they passed away, what, what did you do, it man?
1: Became strained up there.
0: Mm-hmm. Understandably. Yeah. Her
1: daughter didn't have to leave the reservation except for the son that I had placed in her, and she died. So her dad and her brother, they were accepting of me, but I could see that there was a part of them that felt if I hadn't
0: been there, she'd still be alive. But, I mean, that's not true. doesn't matter. It yeah, doesn't yeah, matter what their, is. That's their feelings. What matters is the feeling. They're, and their feelings are true. And Th- so The fact that they're feeling this feeling away from is the true I walked thing.
1: away from um, that family.
0: Yeah. And I walked away from that life. <clears throat> what, what happened after that? Where did you go? Everywhere. Every- I, I, everywhere. Uh, what did me, that look like? Me and
1: a motorcycle, pick a direction, go. I ended up uh, uh, going cross country, finding odd jobs when I ran out of money, you know, sleeping in fields, being homeless. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. It was awesome.
0: <laughs> I mean, it honestly, I mean, it sounds kind of awesome, to be honest. Uh, well, I make it sound awesome, but there's some right, shitty yeah. parts, too. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Um, so wh- okay, so tell me tell me a story or two from from that time in your life. What what was the? How about a city that you visited where you were like, whoa, this is not what I expected.
1: The cities are about the cities. They're always the same to Just me. Tightness, the you know, it's close quarters. Cities are like, oh, look, there are buildings, and each building yeah. is, you know, the buildings might be specific to the area in which they're in. You know, there's know flat areas so the buildings don't have to be tall or there's flat areas so the buildings are huge you know i'm looking at you houston
0: um yeah yeah i've been to houston you're right
1: you know um there are some places that are just dilapidated and run down, and that's part of their charm. New Orleans, great example for that. You know, the whole thing smells like depression and awesome. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how to work that, but they do, and they've been doing it since the 1700s. Uh-huh. You know, the whole place is gritty. You feel like you need to take – um antibiotics after you leave there you know you you just walk around with this instant feeling of gonorrhea i don't know what it is Um, but (laughs) it's new orleans there you go um but it's amazing it's so vivacious and so alive and and yeah it knows it's dirty and yeah it knows it ain't got no money but it's still gonna it's still gonna enjoy life and every last bit of it and it doesn't apologize for that and so that's amazing you know um
0: it just is what it is. It is, Yeah.
1: And it, it's not as pretentious as it is. It has no pretensions to its pretentiousness, hmm. if that makes any sense. It does, actually. Um, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, I saw the Mojave Desert, and you don't know what dry is until you are stopped on a motorcycle in the Mojave Desert, and you just feel that wind drying you. You don't have a chance to sweat. You know, you know that you're probably sweating because it's a thousand three degrees. You're four feet from the sun, but you don't have a chance to sweat because that wind and that heat just takes it away.
0: It just like evaporates it, yeah. Off you. Yeah, and wow. then
1: you, and then you stop at some place and you drink thirty seven gallons of water, and you start the process all over again. Um, I guess I was prepping for Iraq. Woo. Uh, <laughs> right. So um, in California. I love, I love California. The only problem with California is Californians.
0: Um, <laughs> the people who live there. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean, what do, what do you mean, though? Uh, had
1: beautiful desert, had mountains. I mean, I went from Desert Basin, Mojave, you know, heading up uh, into the mountains. Got snow, snow, freaking snow. It's summer. There's snow. It's amazing. And <laughs> I come down, and uh, Monterey, there's fog. And I mean, okay, you always hear the stories about San Francisco is really, really foggy. Well, Monterey is where they keep their spare fog.
0: Just, <laughs> okay. you know, if they have an right. overage,
1: and they're like, no, 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 no. You just head on out. It goes down to Monterey and gets all pretentious gotcha. next to Carmel. And um, that's what it does. California was beautiful. It was so varied. So, ama- I mean, all the, the landscapes were different. And and if you didn't like that one, well, you just travel this way for a little bit, and you're going to get something new. And there's so much of it. And the Californians, they have such an amazing and I'm broad stroking. I'm sure there are a lot of decent people there. I'm sure, and um, but they all knew this gift, this golden, amazing place that they have, and eh, whatever. Eh. Kind of, <laughs>
0: they, they just kind of get conditioned to it, or yeah. I mean, it's
1: like, of course there's this. Why wouldn't there be this? Right. You know, do you understand? You're holding a bikini model in your hand. Kiss her, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like,
0: eh,
1: well, maybe later. Maybe they took and. But anybody who's not from California, it's like people from New York. Oh God! If you. <laughs> I used to from live in New York, York, so careful what you say next. Oh really? Let's dish. <laughs> people from New York will tell you that New York is the most amazing place in the world. That's and true. if you forget. They'll remind you <laughs> they will. as many times as John, they can. And after a while, you're like going, you know, there are other places on this big, wide world other it's than true. that little island. It's true. Just throwing that out there. But and New York is amazing. It's fantastic. It is it's amazing. And it's awesome. It's I don't need to be best reminded every ever 15 lived. seconds. Yeah, yes. right.
0: And I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have brought this up yeah. ever if you hadn't brought it up. But you're welcome. Manhattan was my favorite place to ever live. So like, okay. I get it why New Yorkers love New York. But at the same time, I do think... Well, you do realize that there's a big, wide world around there, uh, you yeah. know, out there. Right? In, in, there's coastal cities. There's Venice. Sounds nice. Never been there. Yeah, I mean, where it's there's... not New York, right? Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, you, know, you, know, you can't I get can't, a hot dog. I can't get a good pastrami. You know? <laughs> right. You can't Are get a falafel at 2 a.m. You know? <laughs> next to Central Park. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I, what I loved the most about New York, and and when, and, and the fact, what I, what I loved about it the most is that you can walk everywhere. I didn't need a car. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest thing for me. It, it took me about eight weeks, two months, to learn the public transportation system, the mm-hmm. buses, where to get off, how to transfer onto the subway, what subway to take to get out to Queens mm-hmm. or up to the Bronx or what have you. Once I figured that out, it was amazing. I could traverse the city. I could be anywhere in an hour and a half. And and every and it was kind of like what, what you're saying. You can do California. that in Atlanta with a car.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: exactly. But – um, I wouldn't say that New York's the best place to live. It's the best place that I ever lived. But I'm I, when I go down, I dated this girl back in January, February, and she was she lived right on I want to say like 10th or 11th Street. I she lived like right next to Piedmont Park. And every time I went down to see her, I would step out on her balcony and we'd have a conversation. And we'd be talking, and I wouldn't hear what she said for like two minutes because I would. And it's nothing against her; she was a great girl. But I would just be looking up at the buildings. I would just be. I, I would be th- I would be reminiscing about New York. And more and not even that, I'd just be appreciative of the fact that I'm in a city again. So mm. for me, New York just taught me that cities are a beautiful way of living. I wouldn't necessarily okay. want to live in one like the rest of my life, but I would gladly live in one for another, you know, few years. I'd I'd love I would ease if someone was like, "Hey, here's a spot in the city. You want to go live there?" I would be like, "Hell, fucking yeah."
1: Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm I'm the exact opposite.
0: <laughs> and that's and, okay. Yeah. And that
1: yeah, that's what makes horse races. I you you surround me by trees with trees i am a happy man yeah and i yeah. love nature too i'm, yeah. I'm I guess i'll go I'm go camping a little bit of a contradiction. Um, camping is basically my natural habitat mm-hmm. put me in the woods and i become a whole different creature literally a creature
0: what do you love most <laughs> about camping is it is it the isolation is it the food is it the campfire the being able to uh depend on yourself what, what is it that you love about? yeah
1: yeah, about that. All of that, yeah. all of that. Yeah. Yeah, all of that. <laughs> because I mean, um, those are good reasons to I love the, the fact that if you hold your breath, every other sound in the world gets brighter. Mm. You know? Mm. You hear the cicadas, or you hear the crickets. Um, you hear a leaf rustling. You know, you hear the wind play through. You hear the songs. You hear the music. You hear... <laughs> You can hear the beams of light coming through.
0: Yeah. It's like your senses aren't overloaded like they are in exactly. a city or a metropolitan area. I'll They're, go camping for
1: a week, come back, and I can't play the radio for like hours. Yeah, it hurts your ears. Hours. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a cacophony of noise. Like,
0: your senses are like tingled out there. Yeah. They're like massaged. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, like here, here's what you should be hearing. Here's what you should be seeing. Here's what you should be feeling. I feel like I've become a whole lot more human when I'm away from people, I agree, man. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I know that you know, I, I think w- the time that I lived in New York, I loved it a lot. But I also, but I also spent a long, a, a lot of time in Central Park, mm-hmm. and because that was the only nature around. You know, I'd go to, I'd go to this to the East Side or the West Side, and I would look out on the harbors, um, or you know, on the East River or the Hudson River, and, and I would enjoy that. But, but more than anything, I would want to be in Central Park mm-hmm. because it was kind of interesting. It was the only place in the entire city where I got to see some trees and I got to feel some wildlife. And for me, that was enough. I was also there, you know, I wasn't coming back home for a while. So I had to, and, yeah, you know, so, all right, I'm going to make the most of this and I'm going to enjoy this nature that's given to me, even though it's, you know, essentially man-made and, and it's forced upon us, but nothing wrong with that at the same time. And so then I think if you live in a city, if you're, if you're like, I think uh, at least me, you, you live in a city long enough and you long for nature. You, you live out on this, in the sticks long enough and you long for the city and, and it just, is a constant, you know, battle there of wanting what you don't have in front of you right now. It's kind of like high school, all the all Kind of like high again. school, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. But um, yeah, that's I I Boston played with Boston. In fact, that's the first time I ever I ever sang, like publicly. Really was in Boston.
0: Okay, all right. Let me use it the was restroom, karaoke, and then yeah, want to hear okay, that story. Yeah, i get you some more water. Yeah. Okay, I'll get you some more water, and then we'll come back and we'll hear your Boston story about when you first <laughs> sang. <laughs> okay. Five minutes later. And now it is time <laughs> to hear Jeff's Boston story about the first time he ever sang, what, in public? Yeah, yeah. All right, Jeff, go ahead, my friend.
1: All right. So actually, I was with the military, um, and I was doing OP4, that's opposition force, for some SF guys that were learning some trade crime. SF guys? Special forces. Okay. People well, I, I know that the, were, I know that we're learning some trade to, um, and, and I can't be say, incredibly specific okay. about what we were doing. That's but fair. But effectively, we were chasing these assholes around the city. It was <laughs> that's awesome. Good, that's and, an accurate description. Yeah. <laughs> tell us. Tell us. What in you a can. way that you know we were tailing them and all of that, so they okay. could spot tails and they could you know blah 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 so blah. So was blah. it a training exercise? It was a training exercise. All right. And this yeah. was in Boston. Okay. Yeah. And we spent um, two weeks chasing these guys around. It was awesome. Uh, and then at the end of the day. We would uh, go to the bars and and just Boston it up. Uh, I will say this for the record. Boston women, by and large, again, broad stroking. Um, no pun intended. Um, Boston women are some of the most beautiful women on the planet. Hmm. And they know it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That's the <laughs> that's the downside. Uh, it's when they know it. it yeah, makes it difficult. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Kosovo has some freaking kosovo horses. yeah we'll, we'll get to that in later where we'll, is kosovo is um russia
0: no i'm seeing sun so i don't think it's russia
1: <laughs> no Where is um, it? i don't okay, you know where um I know is? It's, it's just east of albania and near that's Ser- like, uh, that's where that's like that's is... like
0: uh, that's like western europe uh, yeah okay yeah okay Okay, or so Eastern Europe. No, Eastern the other Europe. side of the yeah. Um, oh, I guess Western Europe is like Britain and stuff. I when when I think of Eastern Europe, I, what I meant is like East Asia. It's close to East Asia, which uh, is Western Europe. It used to
1: Europe. be uh, uh, part of the former Yugoslavian...
0: Wait, Western. The former, Fuck. I'm off anyway. Near Macedo- Forget me. Near
1: Macedonia and then Greece and then you have and then Art- you have the hotly contested area of Kosovo. Um, so hotly contested that the Serbians. Um, actually came in and um, decided they were going to ethnically cleanse the place.
0: Uh, Ethnically cleanse? Is that like a a better way of saying something worse? Genocide? Um, (laughs) Yes, that.
1: (laughs) Murder people? Um, Yeah, they did that. Hmm. Um, In fact, they did it with such efficiency that it changed the migratory pattern of the crows.
0: Wait, it affected the birds. It affected the birds. The birds got in on it. Oh uh, yeah, uh,
1: there were so many dead. They actually, they actually changed their migratory pattern. And they could, they could feed on the carrion.
0: You know, that's rather fitting because do you know what a group of crows is called? A murder. Yes.
1: Yes. You know, what three crows is an attempted murder. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, you've got to have heard that. I've
0: never heard of that. Wow. No, okay. That good. Give me my vape back. <laughs> no. <laughs> one, no. More. Okay. One, more,
1: one more. One more. All right. One more. Um. They had beautiful women, so too, honestly, and they were very, very sweet. And um, here's here's the cool thing about Kosovo is, <laughs> it is a, it's a Muslim country, like 98% Muslim. Okay. And they love us, primarily because Clinton – remember that asshole? Yeah. <laughs> I was really young, but yeah. Yeah, he bombed – well, one of the things I, I think he did well was he took a very strong stance against the Serbians – and bombed them back into the Stone Age when they were coming over to ethnically cleanse. So the Serbians didn't like them. Meanwhile, the – Is that where Estonia comes from?
0: <laughs> no. Um. Um,
1: <clears throat> um, so there's a, there's a statue of Bill Clinton in downtown uh, Pristina uh-huh. um, right off of Bush Way. Um, or Bush, yeah, because they like George Bush, Bush, Bush too. Senior? Uh, yeah, huh. uh, so, um, <laughs> they love us. I mean, at one point, I uh, I heard a story. It didn't happen to me.
0: Ooh, what is it? Uh,
1: somebody went to the bar, like you do in a Muslim country, hmm. and um, forgot his his pistol, and walked out of the bar, and uh, one of the guys chased him down to return it to him. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, all right. They all right. love us. <laughs> so, Boston.
1: I always, oh, God, yes. Yes, yeah, so okay. you getting out of talking. So, talking about afterwards, we're, we're at this bar, and they're doing karaoke, and we're all drinking, and there's karaoke happening. I've never done karaoke in my life, and I've never sung. I've been very successful at not singing. And uh, so, I'm sitting outside, and I'm smoking a cigarette, and there is this incredibly hot girl. Most of my stories that ended up with some kind of, some kind of jackassery starts with, there was this incredibly hot girl. Yeah. But she was legitimately out there smoking and we were talking and we were having a really good time and, you know, I was really connecting with her and it was really great and I knew nothing was going to happen, but, but still it was nice, you know, having female, companionship and it's like yeah they're doing karaoke I'm like yeah you know it's kind of interesting and then I said the the wrong thing I'm like yeah part of me thinks that maybe I should give that a shot one of these days she's like well I'll sing with you and I'm like (laughs) (laughs) sure you will all right sure getting cocky you know got a little tequila in me I'm like oh yeah sure you'll sing with me yeah she worked there Oh, Jeff. She was one of the karaoke assistants.
0: I can see you. She like was a ringer. Your own grave. <laughs> I, right I know, now. right? So, so did you guys sing a duet? We sang. Was uh, it Barbie Girl? No. Come on, Barbie. No, let's go no, party. no.
1: I attempted to sing. Um, <gasps> oh, oh, yeah. What was that song? Uh, hold on. Benny uh, and the Jets. Don't Stop Believing. Oh, by Journey. Yeah, yeah. Classic eighties, and, and I just absolutely butchered it butchered it it's
0: just a small town girl
1: um she was good but for the most part it was me singing it horribly so horribly in fact that the guy up front uh, one of the guys up front is is telling me to shut up just sh- sh- oh no let, the whole let, let her sing let her sing let her sing, sing. <laughs> her
0: song.
1: yeah which i thought was kind of rude um <laughs> yeah. but i mean he was right but it was still rude yeah you know yeah
0: you can be right and rude
1: yeah i was horrible um so, at that point, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll try to do this thing I'm horrible at. So, maybe with enough practice, I'll be less horrible.
0: Right. Okay. So, then um, did you, like, so, but you obviously can't sing. Was, was Damn Yankees your only musical? Yes. Wow, really? Yeah. But you can sing. Okay. Do, you, do you do karaoke now? I mean, I like, I, do I love doing we karaoke. karaoke Actually, <laughs> it's all I, know. I I even have favorite songs. I was about to ask, uh, what is your go-to karaoke?
1: song? Uh, my go-to karaoke song, if I if I know I can like do it once, I'll do um, "Drunken Lullabies" uh, by Flogging Molly.
0: Floggy Molly, because they don't could. expect
1: that of yeah, me. I get no. up there and I'm, you know me. I'm a very polite, very gentle. Yeah. You know, sure, Jeff. I'm, I'm, you know. No, you I'm really are. Thank you. I'm let this, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I yeah. get up to the mic. You're and right. It starts ding 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 ding, and I just. Boom! And, bl- and and everyone was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's your chance to <laughs> and perform. And I had a great time. In fact, um, when... Actually, no, it wasn't my only musical. I also did uh, Assassins. Oh, right. I was yeah. going to be in
0: that. Don had asked me to be in it, but yeah, I said should have no. been in it. It would have been fun. I think I um, had something else going on. I can't remember. I would have been opposite of Kendra. That was the part that was open, and it, we would have, like... Maybe our it relationship would have started earlier than it did.
1: Yeah, but um, Rob Winstead was the musical director. Yes, yeah, Bob. and a great cool guy, man. wonderful yeah. guy, incredibly talented musically. Yes. and you know, I was just not pulling out what needed to be pulled out, and because uh, I was still a little nervous about singing on stage,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I'd done Damn Yankees, and then I, then I was doing this, so I didn't I didn't feel like my chops were really amazing by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but we all went out to karaoke one night and I sang this song and he's like, holy crap. That's what I want. That's what I need. That's the energy. That's the thing. And I'm like, uh, okay, sure. Why not? And, um, (laughs) so I think it helped and that, and that, that encouragement really made me want to go and, and stretch out and sing more. And, uh, and so I like singing.
0: So is the extent of the singing that you do now is like karaoke?
1: uh well no there's uh i'm i i have a shower repertoire
0: that's very very good <laughs> <Right>. and, uh, <laughs> of course
1: it's covid where am i gonna go yeah, um, yeah that's true i would like to be in a band but uh i would like to have more talent before i did that ah you so got it so i, I mean... want to practice sounds like, like you just a whole a lot more, more
0: belief but
1: i'm also old so and that could work i just turned 51 like last friday really happy yeah. birthday oh, i thanks know that's Friday. Well, yeah, I'm officially over on, hill.
0: Wednesday. So what? Five days ago. Is it was 25th? So yes. Like oh, oh, look, look, who's doing
1: math. Look at the brain. Math's my best subject. I'm good yeah, at it. Yeah. Good job. Thank um, you. Yeah, I'm officially over the hill. Um, yeah. When man. I was 50, I kept telling everybody I'm middle aged because the Haneses they live for a long damn time. We're just stubborn, and uh <laughs> I'm like, yeah. But now I'm officially over the hill. So I guess I can let myself go, but. I don't want to.
0: You know? No, yeah. <laughs> if, just because you can doesn't mean you necessarily should. That is true, which explains all my dating in college. Um, <laughs> Same. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh it's kind of yeah. Ooh, not a good track record there.
1: Um, I had yeah. Well, I was searching for something.
0: Have you ever made a fool of yourself, like, on stage? Or, I'm doing it now. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, fair. No, no. <laughs> but, like, do you have any any stories of, like, when you're acting on stage or maybe singing and, and like, you were like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm, uh, you did something stupid. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, tell me. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, a couple of them, actually. Uh, there I was doing um, – there was there was a play in college. It, it centered around three hus- um, hospices. And people dying. There's a lot of dying around me. What the hell? Uh, yeah, I just, you're just attracted wow. to
0: death, man. Or death's attracted to you. Great. Well, I hope she's cute. Um, well, oh. if she looks like anything out of Deadpool. Then you're straight. Right? Uh, yeah, I am now.
1: Um, <laughs> right. I'm, right. I'm just gonna sit in this chair for a while until the swelling goes down.
0: Um, <laughs> I'm gonna ice my balls and spit up blood. <laughs> it's from Wedding Crashers. Sorry. <laughs> Okay. oh i'm going to hell So, um, making a fool of yourself on stage how did that yeah go?
1: there was well there was you know opposite the um the bikini model that i mentioned uh in in this i was supposed so you to didn't sleep
0: with her but you slept with someone that's n- not where this is going okay never mind. no that's not where it's going okay.
1: i was supposed to open uh she was supposed to open a bottle of of champagne on stage on stage yeah, okay got it and we put Carmen stuff and champ, and it didn't work and I couldn't get it open, oh, and I was supposed, no. uh, yeah, they were supposed to pop it as I, as, you know, I hand it to them and they pop it, and and that didn't work. So it, it for that moment it became all about the champagne, where I'm supposed to open it and get it all over me, you know. She, I couldn't open it. And she's and at one point he's like, "Uh, weren't you leaving? Weren't you going somewhere?" I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, until you got me started on this, right? You know, yeah. I, I'm just like improving." So she. Thinks fast, grabs her wine glass and and hits me with it. You know, splash! I'm like, oh, what the! Ah! But at least it got me off stage because I had to change. Right, and uh, so. Oh, I see. Yeah, she okay. Totally saved my bacon.
0: Man, <laughs> and, nothing better than an actor who's got your back yeah. and knows where the story's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And yeah.
1: And she was she was just that kind of professional. She was amazing. Um, another one, uh, again in college, where I was. This was Small Craft Warnings. Tennessee Williams, mm. and I. I played, did the glass
0: menagerie. Okay, college. I played Doc. I was the barkeep.
1: Okay, and um, at one point the corrupt cop comes in, takes a bottle of tequila, and I'm so angry at all of this that I throw my towel at the door. Well, it hit the flat that apparently had a little burr, and it stuck there. <laughs> oh, cool. So it, so here I, and and it took me completely out of character. I was right, like, yeah, huh? you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I go to walk over and I just have a glass in my hands. I just pick it up off the wall like it was meant to be there. And kind of, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I can see you doing that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, God, a lot, uh, let's see. What else? I've lost lines. I missed an entrance in uh, Born Yesterday. I was sitting in the back talking, you know, just right. talking oh. stuff, and, and these people are going over some paperwork, and I'm supposed to come through the door and be, you know, the jackass that is my character. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, jackass wasn't happening because <laughs> I was back there
0: talking Being a to them. Jackass. And they're like,
1: wait a minute. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <And so laughs>
0: All of a sudden it gets quiet, and you're like, wait, you, you know what I'm talking about when oh, you're backstage oh, yeah. and you're they talking, go, and then, like, you don't hear anybody on stage talking? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Everybody looks and they
1: and they covered. They did they did the best they could Mm -hmm. with what they had. But I had to go backstage, sprint all the way to the other side of the stage, and then come in. So I am doing this this straight out ninja run, you know, just stroking behind the behind the set, so you can't hear me. I hope and get open the door and and I'm (laughs) like. You know, and trying to cover it all <laughs> because I was late. So yeah, yeah, I've had a, I've had a few gaffes.
0: <laughs> so is there a role that you you would love to play, like your dream role? Don you know, Quixote right? de la Mancha. Oh, Don Quixote. Yeah, that, that is, would be. I that see that is playing.
1: my. That is the role I want more than anything. Because this man is crazy. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And sad Mm -hmm. and tragic and noble. And all of the things, all of the fictional characters all rolled into one that I kind of ended up being or wanted to be. And he sings and it's beautiful. And in fact, um, Impossible Dream, that song, I used to sing it to my children before they went to bed which is the silliest thing in the world because you're supposed to be singing them lullabies and, you know, putting them to sleep. Good night, good night, I love you, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, 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 no. It became this, you know, to dream the impossible. I mean, just, and and I would always build it from, you know, something so small and it got bigger and they loved it. They thought it was awesome. Um, No, absolutely. This character is, is, what i want to do more than any other
0: thing in acting ever i hope you get to play him someday yeah
1: well the the beautiful thing is i mean i chose wisely because the older i get the more the more in character I am, <laughs>
0: hey,
1: you know, as long as yeah, I keep that. those, as long as I keep those hip flexors uh, limber, I'm, I'm good to go. That's
0: you know? more. That's easier said than done. Yeah. Hip it. flexors, they get tighter by the day. Tell me about I it. I don't want to because yeah. it makes mine tighter. Just hearing I, you talk. I, about I get
1: it. up and I start to. I'm like, who, you know, I'm. Yeah. I sound like an old ship.
0: What the heck? <laughs> creep, creep, you know, creep, I go down uh-uh. the stairs and
1: it's like I'm smuggling Doritos. You <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> like this is, this is not a good thing. Yeah. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah. Your day shouldn't start off sounding like uh, yeah, right yeah mm-hmm. it, 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 it's okay to get worse as the day goes but if you start off with
1: some cricks it's just like well i told a friend of mine she's like you're old and i'm like well i still feel young just you know not for as long <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah yeah i don't feel young the whole day yeah just you know, for peace until after i've had my bacon yeah pretty oh. much. <laughs> man that dalton guy has a weird laugh Anyway, so that's going to do it for part one with Jeff Haynes. On the next episode, part two, we get real. Jeff talks about his military career, and he talks about his love for motorcycles, and we also share our thoughts on unification in our society. It is seriously worth listening to. I'm not just saying that because this is my podcast. I genuinely learned a lot from Jeff and I learned a lot from listening back to that as well as this first part too. I hope you learned a lot from this one as well. So please be on the lookout for it and uh, support us, you know, by listening and let us know what you thought uh, by commenting on my Facebook page. Send me an email, DaltonTitshot Gmail.com, however you wish. It would just be great to hear from you. Thank you, as always, and talk to you next time. And I'm just letting you know I gotta go, 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 I gotta go I got- Deuces.